you know me. <laughs> always, as always. Good evening, hey, everyone. We are, we are very much looking forward to this show tonight. We have an intriguing guest with us, uh, Adam C. Hall. He's done some amazing journeying in his life. This little background here um, reminds me of, of a trip that he took to Peru. But what I will do, as I always do, is play his bio video, and he'll be right with us after it's done. However, at the middle of the show, or maybe even beforehand, he has made a little uh, major production, little, by no means, but a major production video that I'm also going to play that I did share on my page earlier, so some of you might have already seen it. But I will play it again here because it's like fantastic. And I'm not going to play it right after my video because it puts mine to shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do, I, you know, I, I put my heart and soul into these. And uh, so this is more about Adam and he'll be with us as soon as it is over. Good evening, I am Gina B. here with Mama D. every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here in the Foxton. Tonight we have Adam C. Hall. He is committed to helping individuals unlearn the beliefs, behaviors, and habits that shield them from discovering their divine genius, the key to acknowledging and activating their true divine selves. In his new book, Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, Adam shares the 13 universal wisdom teachings and the genius process that led to his transformation, discovered on the extraordinary journey that took him from the shores of Santa Barbara, California, to the jungles of Peru. He is passionate about sharing this information with the world. An author, speaker, futurist, social architect, impact investor, advisor, and conservationist, three decades as a CEO and serial entrepreneur, Adam began his professional career as a self-described Earth Conqueror, ultimately turning to the role of Earth Keeper. He was the founder of three successful real estate development companies before professional and personal devastation forced him to reevaluate everything in his life. Ultimately, he began to integrate a deeply spiritual and more authentic and natural approach, becoming a trained shaman and a teacher of the Course of Miracles. It was then he chose to focus on creating a company that protected the planet and particularly open space at risk of development. As the CEO of Renaissance Capital, Adam raised over $1.5 in capital investment. He has conserved premier natural landscapes in perpetuity and spent two decades as an impact investor dedicated to the quadruple bottom line, people, planet, profits with purpose, and founded the Earth Keeper Alliance. Adam has dedicated himself to fostering conscious evolution, business, and culture over the past two decades. Through his books, Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, and the first book in his autobiographical trilogy, The Earthkeeper Undeveloping the Future, his 40 keynotes, and the more than 60 radio and television show interviews he's done, Adam continues to seek and find ways to elevate consciousness and create optimal inner wellness. Today, he's the founder and CEO of the Genius Studio, creator of the Genius Process. And now we welcome you to the Fox Town. Hi, everybody. Hi, welcome, hey, guys. Everybody. Hi, Sharon. 
Hello, Debbie, Julie, I love you dearly. And Michelle, we know you're putting up some kind of comment that I won't be able to see till you watch Facebook. <laughs> and Colette, hello, welcome, welcome. You know, in my haste to start this show quickly to get Adam on here with us, I forgot to mention last week. Last week was supposed to be a show about us, me, Mama D, and okay. our lovely Athena, who does our midsection segment. However, someone kept getting knocked off the show. So we're going to have to do that again. And what we're going to do is we just it, we just ended up having a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. I don't know if any information even got out there. So we're just going to have to do it again. But we're going to be doing more spotlight on Mama D. <laughs> okay. I, I just have this uh, small thing. Because my y'all know that my computers are really... So... Um, Adam was did fundraising. I think I have to talk to Adam about fundraising for my computer. We just need a computer. Um, it's so funny, but but seriously, we we will be doing that again, just so you all will know that. <clears throat> and we'll we will torture you all again, but this time with me full time. Yeah. So even if we have to do a special day or a special time, um, also I'll have to make some announcements uh, mid show with Athena. Uh, she is going to be having a surgery. So, you know, there's going to be times that she won't be able to do our show. She's going to London to do stuff for her Crystal Reiki healing. So she won't be able to do a couple other um, of our shows and our dates. So we'll talk about that when she's on with us um, in the middle of the show. But right now, Adam, your life has been like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So young, young Adam, young mm. Adam moves. Right from where to where? How did that happen? Did you like where you went? Explain your explain your young family life and how you ended up on on the West Coast. Well, thank you. First of all, nice to be here with you, ladies, and all of you in the audience. I'm I've been looking forward to the to hanging out with you in the in the den. I've been very curious about what goes on what goes on here mischief. in the show. Nothing but mischief. But but I I can I can feel it uh, the depth of it and the inspiration of it and the 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 magic of it. So for, thank you for having me and joining you all and during these well these auspicious times and these these times of tremendous earth changes and uh, looking forward to diving into wherever we go. Let's see where, where where we're taken and where the audience may have some questions. But I in the meantime you know that journey uh that you asked me about that idea of that little adam that part of me that i i i still affectionately i kind of refer to as that my 1.0 nature you know what i i believe that we're all in this journey of our own evolution and hopefully it's conscious but I think there's a lot of unconsciousness in, in, in the journey for all of us. Everybody shares this idea of unconsciousness and we all share the idea of, of our consciousness and greater potentiality. And, but ultimately that the life that I, that I was living for much, well, I'm 60 years old now. It's like, wow, where it's, it's, it's just fly, flying right along. And that's here okay. we go. We're still Yes, indeed. And I'm happy to be flying here with, with you all. But ultimately, that journey was really about, you know, being here in the United States was about achieving this American dream. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, early on in my real estate career, I, 
I went to one of these big conferences and the, the great mentor of our industry was up there speaking. Well, it was all men, you know, of course, you know, it was just the male dominated space. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he said, essentially, he goes, whatever you do, gentlemen, you know, you want to live by the law of the jungle, uh, which is when the sun comes up, whether you're the lion or the gazelle, eat or be eaten. Right. Um, in other words, um, a survival of that fittest, that, that Darwinian yeah. mindset that says uh, yeah. conquer. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's competition. It's a win-lose world. Yeah. And um, that's draining in itself. It it not only was it draining, but it I didn't it didn't feel feel good and. I began to really recognize that my life of taking Tums in the morning on the way to work and drinking the tequila at night was like something was amiss. But ultimately, to make that long story short around that little old version, which I said I refer to as the 1.0 version, is that that journey was the one that allowed me to conquer the earth. (laughs) And I I laugh kind of like in retrospect, but it was... uh, it was that world of, of survival of the fittest. And, you know, whether you're that lion or gazelle, you better run like hell. And, uh, and that journey, I, you know, I achieved much in that journey, but ultimately I got to a point where it began to break down and I began to break apart and that journey fell apart and I took it seriously. I took it like my life dependent on it so that was the early journey of the letting go of the wounded little adam letting go of the narcissist Uh, although i you know once one a narcissist always a narcissist hopefully just you know holding our space and sharing for caring for others more appropriately so that that's a little bit of the the beginning uh, and hopefully that'll kick us off a little okay so yeah so now you're this entrepreneur in this world this real estate kill or be killed world You've got, you get married, you have family, you're doing, you're doing everything right in the face of what, uh, what humanity puts out there as this is supposed to be what it is. Exactly. What, what is it that, that tweak besides, no, so now, okay, so you have all this and now this devastation starts happening, right? So the, the business is crumbling and it was it the business that crumbled first? And then marriage crumbled kind of after it, um, or was it like the same time? You know, how did that go about to spark you into going a more natural route? Well, well, yeah, exactly. In other words, you know, what was the waterfall of events? Yeah. What precipitated certain things? Yeah. And it and 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 this kind of goes to the point uh, that is very much a part of the divine genius, and I'm sure we'll explore some of these things more. But it it goes to the point that you know the breakdown began within my own self, the crisis of my own heart, my own mind, my own soul crept up on me unconsciously to begin to reflect into my world of first and foremost, my relationship. Well, with my, my beautiful, my, my, my beautiful children. And uh, my, I married my junior high and high school sweetheart. And the, the world of that 
journey begin to find its way into its own place of its anger and its own place of dissatisfaction. And then that precipitated into my work arrangements where it was, you know, I was, I spent more time with lawyers than doing the things I loved in the real estate arena, at least initially. Of course, there are many successes and many wins, but the story in the source of the material that I think makes us all better. And it certainly did for me was taking the failures. It was, what was I going to do to pick myself up from these, this sense of not being worthy or feeling incomplete and feeling in a state of, well, not, not really feeling that good, not being a nice, nice person. So it began in the inward space which I talk a lot about and share about how we can, we move through this powerful journey of our own evolution, hopefully consciously, but ultimately how that shows up in our relationships, how it shows up in our work, how it shows up in our health and our well wellness. And ultimately the idea here was my God, we have the power to choose doesn't that we don't need anybody to make the choice. We have that power. Why do we give it up? I gave up that power. And I said to myself, my God, I'm going to reclaim that power. If it's the last dang thing I do, because my children deserve a father. My grandchildren deserve five granddaughters. Can you believe that? I know. My granddaughters, my latest one. Oh, 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 in this book, you, you do go a lot more into detail about your, you know, of the events and the happenings and what you had to go through there to get mm. there. And and I know a majority and, you know, very close to me, a, a lot of people that can relate to your personal journey before your journey began. Although we would love to have um, completed your second part of your journey. I, I would. I would love to do that. Um, so now... Let's go to how how did you end up getting to Peru? Who was the one that you talked to? What what was it that made you go there of all places? Who what was the turning point there? Well, I I and and I think this is a very relevant for all of us that are in our own journey. And I think the key is is that we're there. It's our own journey. It's a journey that, you know, you know, we get to define the journey. You know, nobody else is, is going to define our journey. And uh, at least I don't believe anybody else should define our journey and that we get to define the life we want to live. And ultimately um, the journey that I ended up taking, let's just call it the spiritual journey the journey to awakening our lot, my life into what that potential is, you know, with the questions of, you know, why, why am I here even at this time? And, and, 
you know, we're all here at this time for a reason. This is an extraordinary time in the history of, of humankind. And we're all here. So I begin that quest by those questions of curiosity about, my God, there, there, there's just something, there's something out there. And I was the dog on the bone that was, wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna give up and, until I really got a, a good sense of what that was. But ultimately, it was, it was, a, it, 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 like, like all of us, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Mm-hmm. And it, it became a, a, a quest. You know, some call it the seeker's journey. Some call it the hero's journey, as Campbell would say. Some call it the, I call it also the heroine's journey uh, for the feminine. And, but ultimately, that quest is an invitation um, to explore uh, what's possible out there. And I begin to explore. I mean, I, mean I, I, I grew up in the Protestant church. Um, my grandfather was a Presbyterian minister. Um, and um, what I found is that um, organized religion um, was a place that really turned me off. It, it felt very dissatisfying. Uh, it felt that it was about control mm. of people's thoughts, of actions, um, through another in, immediate, uh, intermediary between the spirit world and who I was. And uh, I, 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 I know that there's, you know, now in retrospect, there's no intermediary. <laughs> we're, we're all connected with, yeah, with yeah. our great spirit or our God or our divine nature, whatever you want to call it doesn't matter. But uh, the point is, as I begin to explore Eastern and Western modalities and metaphysical teachings, studying quantum physics, Jungian psychology, um, Buddhism, uh, the Tao. I mean, I, I was a junkie around a lot of these deep philosophical teachings and what's available to us today is, is, is just quite remarkable. And, but ultimately, you know, the, 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 let's just call it the, the religion or the spirituality that I'm grounded in my own divine ground. I believe we have our own religion our own divine ground our own spirituality our, our connection yes our connection with yeah, spirit we, we, we do yeah. that we talk about that exactly and so yeah. what really called me was two two um traditions um other than all of them because i embrace <laughs> all these traditions and still spend much time in different uh, arenas of philosophies and teachings um but ultimately it was shamanism and uh, first people or indigenous people uh, of the world, in particular of North America, our North American native cultures. And, and also I begin a, a journey and continue with the journey of, uh, as a student of A Course in Miracles. Um, both of those are... Too. You can look that up. Or a Course in Miracles, you, you go into Amazon, you know, and look that up because you referenced that, you referenced that quite a bit in here. It's very, very much prominent in your whole story. It is prominent. It's prominent in my, 
in, in my teachings, in my work, it's, it's, it's one and the same in terms of my life. Right. And I, and, and because it, it's, it's the power of these teachings resonated so deeply with me that it became a journey to move into a transcendent journey beyond this Adam one oh jerk narcissist guy that yeah, was a millionaire jerk. That's what yes, you, you know, was kind of this kind of person into the loss of all of all that I knew and the willingness to let die away all that I knew and ultimately to be reborn like that little butterfly there above right my right book. <laughs> the, the little butterfly that's under mama D, the, the yellow one there is a significance there's the that little twirly thing that is the top of the staff that we'll be uh talking about but that that little butterfly that's next to the, the, the yellow you one. guys are fun you guys are fun you put some good stuff out there <laughs> so, so you can, can yeah, yeah, tell, so. tell the story about the little yellow butterfly what is the significance where did you come across this butterfly well i i you know when i first begin the the journey i, I and, and shamanism in particular um is deeply connected to uh, the natural world and the supernatural world. And the, the, the shaman is, uh, for those of you that are curious more about shamanism, you know, the men and women that practice shamanism are simply intermediaries between the physical world, our 3D dualistic world where we're hanging out right now, and also the 5D uh, world, the invisible world of the formless. And tonight we're engaging in both of these different, um, pre presencing both of these energetic ideas and fields and practices around our 3D world, but we're also inviting in our, our sp the spirit world to be with us. And the shaman is the intermediary. The shaman is the one that can do the deep uh, energetic world uh, work around the physical body, the luminous body, the energetic world, and do that from the non-physical world. In other words, to engage with spirit, to engage in the deeper presence of spirit and the energet and the energy field into the 3D experience of being in body and the healing that's needed in the physical world. So shamanism offers the, the shaman to, the, uh, to intermediate between the form and the formless. And so the idea really of, of the shaman is that we being connected to the physical and non-physical worlds is the, the interface often between those worlds is to to is is the is the natural world and the supernatural and and becoming into a, a supernatural human which we now refer to as the the some new the new human the homo luminous uh, there's other names the universe the cosmic all kinds of names, whatever it is. But the idea of that is to engage with these archetypal energies like the butterfly and to engage with them not only symbolically, but ultimately energetically. In other words, they become guides and affirmations. And of course, the butterfly is a beautiful affirmation of 
of death and rebirth and the cat and the imaginal shells where we can imagine what that little butterfly becomes, you know, it doesn't know that, so to speak, but we, in the shamanic traditions, we, we work with four particular power types in my lineage. Um, and that lineage is, speaks directly to uh, the serpent, the jaguar, the hummingbird, as well as the, the, uh, the eagle or the condor. And to your question, and then I'll be quiet, forgive me being, being a little verbose with you because you're getting me excited. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is my is the medicine, the medicine, the medicine path that I chose, the shamanic path is the path of the medicine man or woman, as I was mentioning, their connection with the natural and supernatural world working with the archetypal energies and symbolisms like the butterfly and the serpent and the, and the jaguar and the eagle and whatnot is a path that took me to what is I refer to as my holy land, and that is Peru. Right. And that path led me to the deep jungles uh, in the Amazon. It led me into the uh, holy mountains, the Apus, uh, in the mount, mountains, yes, there it is, the, the Rio Banjor, Madre de Dios, the Mother of God River. No, no, no shit That's on that no one. That's no joke place. <laughs> and, and here you are um, with this staff, and this, there's a big significance of this staff in the, in the woods um, right there in the, the forest and the wow. jungle. It's not even that, it's a jungle. So that's, that's it. Well, though, that staff, that shot w was... Uh, activating this staff, which we can certainly talk more about as we go. But I think your your point in the journey is, you know, what is that spiritual journey? What is that quest that uh, we are asked to take? And we are now being asked that every one of us and in collectively, is it not time to take our journey to claim our power to embrace our sovereignty, to reclaim our heart, to let our soul shine, to be in the magic, to be in the medicine, to mm. bring that to the world that asks us all to be so fully present now. And that's what I'm here to share and to invite all of us to do that and to offer ideas and steps to do that. And tonight, I think we're well on our way. So... Happy to Definitely. be rolling here. And you you do too. You lay it out in here. You've mm. had your spirit guide that was helping you um, with under the guidance of men, which is the name of, of that you chose um, for the messages that you were receiving. Not mm. that it's a a manly thing, it's just the name that you chose. So um, it's it's pretty genius. <laughs> how it all unfolds, how um, in rep repetition as you're going through, um, how the steps coincide with the different aspects of your journey. Kind of get into that a little bit. On yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's extraordinarily simple. <laughs> It is, and, of course, and we want to make things very complicated and convoluted, 
because that's how our left brain, linear brain works. And that's how the problem that creates all problems functions. And, you know, my journey of stumbling along the path, the breakdown to breakthrough, the failures, the grief, the pain is 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 present in this journey that I share. But what also was present is what I want each of your listeners to know. First of all, we're we're not alone. We're in this journey together. And it it's it's not as complicated or convoluted or impossible as we may think. Because when when what I share is a process, a stepping stone of moving through a journey that is beyond, that's transcendent, beyond this idea of separate self, this this idea that keeps us locked into the, all the problems that are created in this world. And it's just simply one thought that we're separate. And this is the ego mind that we, every single one of us shares is the Dalai Lama and, you know, shares this, this presence of his life, but we also share two other key things. We share the, uh, uh, the mind of genius. We share the mind of our oneness. We share that mind as well. We all have that present. It's been given. And we have, thirdly, we all can choose between the one that's separate and the one that's whole and united. But we don't know how to, to choose because we don't know, first of all, we can choose. And second of all, we, we're, we're locked we're being in. taught. We're being taught as children, this is what you need to do. You need to go to school. You need to go Certainly. to college. You need to get a degree. You need to start a business. You need to do whatever. You need to have a family. You need, you know, and follow in this line. You yes. know, and, and all the ducks are in that row. So you veer off of that. And no, 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 you get slapped back onto that thing. And now here we have this generation that's like, wait a minute, we don't need to do that. We can be our free selves. We need to be our free selves. We need to save the planet. We are killing the planet. There is no bigger devastation that's ever happened to this planet than man. Well, there's no doubt about it. And that's a big conversation, but let, this is personal. Let's remember right. Right. we're killing but, but ourselves. Like, this is how we're taught as, as young kids is to get there. And then and right. this is what we do have. Yeah. This is what we were born with. What you are, you are uncovering what you have discovered on such an easy way to, to unlearn um, what we've have been learned, uh, you know, our whole life. And you, and you got it right here. Right here. Well, that's that's the remarkable thing about you hit it is the unlearning and the idea of unlearning is we don't need anything. The idea is it's not that we need something else or need any of these other acquisitions. Believe I, I lived in this world if I only had more love, if I only had more money, if I only had this, if I only had all that 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 crazy rat race shit. Forgive my language, but Here's the here's what I recognized, and here's the the journey of unlearning, is that when we take away the the, the falsity of what we were imprinted with, the belief systems that of what how we were told to live, as you mentioned, as we move into the releasing the power of trauma, and we we do that 
through a process that's the very first step in the divine genius that's around forgiveness. And I, we can certainly talk more about that tonight because we do have some time together. And I love that because we can go deep on any of these things. But ultimately, the power to, to reclaim the power to reclaim this truth right now. This is a time to embrace sovereignty or forever hold your peace because it's, is it not time to stop dying and start living our best life now? Uh, this is the idea of the unlearning curve to identify the source of the thought that has locked us into a presence of dying, a disease to really murder and terrible things that we see on this planet to move beyond them and through that place. This is the moment. Sovereignty is, our, is at hand. Will you take that choice? Will you choose? And the idea of unlearning and all this work that I have done and invested my life in, in my, the work that I'm here to do that has come through me by divine grace as a gift from our greater creator or divine genius, as I refer to it as, to offer to each of us that it, it, we, it's not as complicated as we think, because when we solve the problem, when we solve the problem that creates all problems, when we return to the source that created that problem, we can choose again. We can choose our genius, and each of us have it. Mm-mm-mm. Hmm. And all of us are different, right? So now this is really seriously. I mean, it's just such an amazing journey to 81 days, mm. right, of, of this journey. So filled with unbelievable, I don't even know how to even explain it. The journey was just crazy, right? The, the, what you discovered, how you went through it, where you ended up. I wore something. I have a little moon here. And this is <laughs> it's another little symbolism that is part of this because you ended up in the temple of the moon. And, um, you know, uh, it's just so fascinating. But the thing is, is your journey is your journey. Like you said, our journeys can be completely different. However, we can end up in the same spot. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're all here now, as Ram, Ram Das said, be here now. And the, I, I, you know, the, I, the invitation that I think it, that's being put forth is, is it, especially right now, the relevancy right now between the COVID situation, the climate situation, the great reset that's going on, to, uh, the, uh, the, the, the burnout that's happening uh, uh, around the planet. It's it's it to me. It's an extraordinary time, and I think it's one of the most opportunistic times to really embrace your sovereignty, but also to embrace your genius and to let that shine out in the world. To let yourself show up fully and to be present, to to live in a world in your greatest capacity, both in terms of abundance. I'm not just talking about pocketbook abundance, but I am talking about pocketbook abundance because there's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, we're talking about your sense of joy and your sense of love and sense of fulfillment and all those wonderful kind of things that, that got a little sideways during the new agey world. 
But it's actually, you know, a beautiful thing that Colette just said around find that inner peace by knowing that place of inner peace and that connection point within ourselves. Because in this, the silence of that is like Sharon said, it's a breath of fresh air. It's a place where we find the deepest place of our own. I, I find the silence is to be a place of deep, of, of the silence speaks so the journey is now. The journey is here. I think it's timely to be on our, this show with, with you, you ladies. And the, there's a lot that we can share about the practical applications and steps about unlearning, about really taking those next steps because so many of us get stuck. But in the meantime, I'm happy to be in the flow and be associative and go wherever these wings take us. So let's let's keep rolling. I'm let's see what we want to hang But Mamadi, she's all about the butterfly. You know, she is she's that's, that's I work with them. I work with their healings. That's what she does. But right now I'm gonna take this opportunity to put up your um your sites, your website. So this is your website. It is www.adamhall.solutions. Okay, there is an ebook that you can go on for www.adamhall.solutions backslash ebook. So you can see that there. His website is amazing, by the way, too. He's got the best videos. And I will play the video, but I, like I said, not too close to mine because it just puts mine to shame. But we will play his video. And on his site, he's got amazing videos, right? So um, we have the, the life assessment. One of these is the, the quiz. This, is this the little quiz? Um, www.adamhall.solutions. Yes, yes, it is. I do want to share something, if you don't mind, about that ebook. And okay. so, so that ebook's called The Little Book of Genius Wisdom for Little Wisdom for Abundance. So one of the things that that I noticed um, that is this this mindset of lack and scarcity is 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 part of this this doggy dog jungle mentality that I mentioned earlier. And I don't care if you have, uh, you know, a, a billion dollars or you have, you know, you know, very little money. Oddly, many of us experience this lack mindset and this scarcity mindset. Even some of the richest among us is mm -hmm. never enough. It's not enough. It's, yeah. it, it's whatever it is, but mm -hmm. that, so that is prolific. And I believe that and when we share a little wisdom, because I like to, I do like to share wisdom, my my from my journey, some of those nuggets is to offer ways to access your abundance, and to be in the affirmation of your abundance, mm -hmm. and your calling in and attracting and becoming affinity for abundance. And the power of our abilities to do that energetically from a shamanic perspective is that we can energetically in our energy body become an attractor, an affinity mm. for that abundance that we are vibrating and we're engaging in and won't get off in a lot of the quantum science around it and the law of attraction around it. But ultimately that little ebook that's a that that that's a fun little piece. And as a matter of fact, what we didn't share tonight is this little book that I just published as well. That's now on Amazon. It's called the Little Book of Genius oh. for Abundance. Oh, so there's that. the ebook, a little, a little <laughs> mini version 
of the ebook and the mini version gives you little taste, little morsels of abundance, little crumbs of abundance. This gets a little deeper into it. And this one offers us the ability to, to just flip into, it's a real thin little handbook and it's, you can open it any day and you can go to any part of this book and it can re, it can well, share read it, with read you. A, read a, so read a, it. Pick a page. Oh, okay. Uh, I will. Put them on the spot. You're gonna. You're gonna. Well, I just turned. I just turned the page, and (laughs) so you're gonna test my eyes a little bit. But I turned the page to peace. Um, uh, uh, becoming the affinity and attractor for peace in your life, and if we all know it's a crazy, hectic world, and we have people in our lives that are anything but peaceful. They're, they're, they're troublemakers. They're non-peaceful people. So you want to be peaceful. So we start off by um, a quote from A Course in Miracles that says, the peace of God is my one goal. So to focus as a goal, peace is an inner knowing that you are safe, secure, and loved. No matter what happens, even death. It is an element of true love. Without peace, you will have love, but not unconditional love. Powerful, unconditional love offers us true inner peace. Conditional love, uh-uh, Mm-mm. doesn't 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 bring us that inner peace. And no, just, that brings more unharmony, dis-ease, and disease. Exactly. And just lastly, I'll read the last little piece, at least to start off this little chapter on peace, is I am at peace with prosperity and abundance and all in all forms, it flows through me. So a little affirmation, a little presencing around peace, just I, when I'm working on some creative ideas, I want to, I'm stuck with in a relationship, had something going on with my, my, my younger daughter and I need advice and I need advice. That's not coming from my separate ego. I need advice. That's not being injected with my fear because either we're in fear or we're in love. It's that simple. I just flipped open this book and there was the answer. Right the little book of genius, right. but you can get a taste. And it's always, it's always. You can do the same thing with this too, because you know where you are in your journey. This could be, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, absolutely. At absolutely. That, that time Absol- in your life too, something Absol- you need to read. Absolutely. You, know, you never Absol- know. You never know where the inspiration is going to come from. But you know, there was something I was just going to say, and it's just I just totally lost it. It'll come back to me, I'm sure. Um, I, I have a. There's someone. Okay, call that, but. The only one that can do that is the Lord. I'm not sure what you were talking about right there. So if you can just um, write in there what you are referring to, because I'm not sure what that was. I'm not sure exactly where that was in the conversation that came up. Okay. Um, But that, that little book is amazing. I want to get back to again, because we're going to go back over here to all those things, because you also have um, meditation meditations and such so you have www.adamhall.solutions backslash manifestation hyphen meditation so you can go there um facebook you can find him on facebook earthkeeper adam now this right here insight timer insighttimer.com backslash adam c hall uh all one word uh, you know um 
I never heard of Insight Timer. So talk about that. How did you get on that? How did you learn about that? And well, yes. First of all, all of these sites could be um, accessed through um, the website. And so if you just go to adamhall.solutions, or as you can see under my name, adamseehall.com, either one, adamhall.solutions or adamseehall.com, you can find all of these resources. There's tons of things that I'm offering, giving away, sharing. Um, you know, the blog section is a very popular place for, for many people around the globe. So I encourage you to just check it out. And then you can access places like Insight Timer. Uh, an Insight Timer is an audio app, an audio uh, portal that is, was initially uh, devoted to meditation. So there's all kinds of meditations and meditations teachers there. I'm using it to share some of my audio um, in places where you can just listen. And you can tune into things versus having to read something or having mm -hmm. to watch something. And sometimes that is more relaxing and more chill for some people. And Insight Timer offers a place to tune into our own vibration and, and meditation and own presencing of, well, the genius within each of us. Yeah. Right, right. Which is amazing because, I mean, you know, let People are always asking us, where, where can we find meditations and where can we find this and where can we find that? So now we have another venue to send them to, you know, yeah. and say, go there and, and check it out. You know, yeah. um, like, you know, in the, the reading, I love reading. I, I just do. Um, Mama loves listening, you know. So yeah. she loves, if she had the choice, she would get an audio book where for me, I read faster than that. So I would be like, I don't want the audio book. I want, you know, unless it's like Darian, you know, with her voice. Yeah. <laughs> With the dark, dark. But but I like both. I like to be able to hear it and to follow along with the words in the book. So I'm kind of like both. If I'm doing, but I can't. If I just if if I just read a book, I'm like oh, I'm gonna fall asleep. I fall asleep. I don't know why. Two pages in, and I'm la la land. Yeah, you won't. But it's all right. I'll take your word for it. You won't because and then and then how he does this too. So you want to. He mixes in his journey into going back into the past and then back into his journey and stuff. So you have to read it so you can further the journey because you're like, all right, well, wait a minute. Well, you, you're left off here and you're in the jungle and you're going down a path. And, and then all of a sudden you're back in Santa Barbara. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you got to keep reading. Well, that's exactly it because we're all weaving our spiritual journey with our everyday life journey. And the idea is to become a weaver of our of time, a weaver of our destiny, to to move transcendently beyond this idea that we're we're exclusively living in a karmic, faded existence, which mm -hmm. is which is just not true exclusively. It's yes and we are living in a karmic, faded life, but it's also and we're living in a dharmic, and destined life and the idea of sharing here of putting forth explain, that explain, weaving is both yeah, of those explain journeys more because you know we, we you know we we talk a lot about karma but we don't really talk too much about dharma so can you explain more what dharma 
Dharma is um, the concept and such. Well, I'd love to because I believe this is where we a lot of us get hung up. Yeah. And where a lot of us get stuck is because we're st we're we're living in the f future's present. In other words, we're living in in the future's past. I should say because we live from our past lives, our past experience, the lives we've been living condition us. Our parents, our education, our traumas, our limiting beliefs. And I had my fair share, folks. It's not like anybody gets a pass here. And, um, and, and that is most certainly. But ultimately, the, the, that power that that past holds on us is the one that it will either free us or it will keep us enslaved into a victim-perpetrator life experience or an experience where we have to control everything, you know, as an ex control freak. Well, I guess I'm never an ex. I guess I'm just a control freak. And, uh, but I'm just conscious of being a control freak. That's the difference. Instead of being an yeah. un unconscious control freak, I get to be a more conscious control freak. I'm working on it every day, folks. But ultimately, the idea here is in a karmic existence, in a faded existence, life is happening to us. Now, you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. And many of us know that journey through that victim, perpetrator, rescuer for rescuing people. We're also in that mentality. If we're playing victim or we we're doing, we're out there perpetrating things, then we're in that mentality. And the karmic journey is in, in what I believe in the my own personal mythology, so to speak. And I came into this world to grow through and beyond my own experiences of where I was getting hung up as the victim of my, of, of my mother, for mm -hmm. example, mm -hmm. and why I often felt unworthy or why I felt a, a abandoned and why I needed to feel so, um, well, let's just say, um, um, let's just say worthy of love, if we get right down to it. A karmic experience is the place where we can learn, because this experience for all of us is the life school, is it not? Are we not here to learn from our failures? Are we not here to learn and grow through our mother, or our father, or our ex-wife, or husband that you know, abused us in some way, God forbid, or traumas from a, 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 a rape or other terrible things that do happen in this world. We're here to move through those. Those are the power that we have. And that's the life of karma and fate versus when we embrace this truth, when we come to the place where we can choose again, and the whole idea of the unlearning curve and the process I offer is to bring you back to the place where you can choose. You have to get back to the source of where we created the problem to find the solution. So the idea of this dharmic journey, this dharmic journey, ladies and gentlemen, this dharmic journey is one where we become, we live in our, our genius, where we live in our abundance of our life. Every single one of us has a dharmic journey. 
Every single one of us has a genius. Every single one of us has a powerful and important story to share. Every single one of us is being invited to become the co-creator of our life experience. And this is the idea of what shaman call dreaming your world into being. And the idea of dreaming your world into being is to be the creator, the co-creator of your life existence. In other words, do you want your past or some person or place or thing that occurred during your lifetime to have power over you and to keep you enslaved in a karmic journey? Or do you want to take back your power? Do you want to be in your co-creative place where you can be in destiny? The idea of coming back to this place is to choose that power. I invite everybody to choose that power together because together we can do it. We can't do it alone. I'm here because I want to be with you. I know that I'm here to do it with you. And that's what frees me. That's what brings my heart alive. That's what flows through me right now to celebrate that place with each of you that we're one. Hopefully that makes some sense. Sharon, yeah, Sharon said she needed to hear that. Yeah, we all do. We, the world does. Um, it's like throwing a rock into a pond. The ripples go all across the end of the pond. We are the ripples going through to the end. Hmm. Um, that's that's um, lots of wisdom here tonight, ladies. You you invite a party of wisdom. They're they're circling in in your space. <laughs> <laughs> we have great listeners. We really do. We have very well, they're, they're awesome. People, I can I can know. tell. You know, one of the thing one of the thing I think that's often not so it's fun if I do say just share a personal moment of you know doing all these podcasts and whatnot over the last six months and over the journeys. Many of them don't don't allow those kind of questions. Many of them oh, don't. No. So you, the no, StreamYard, StreamYard platform, yeah, the StreamYard platform is very robust. The live platforms are very robust, yeah. and uh, yeah. so to me, I'm I'm here to be with be be with you two, but also to be with your audience and to really yeah. drop into yeah. anything that we, yeah. they want to hear. I like having this this venue as well. Like we, I used to do this the um, blog talk, you know, and it was more regimented and yeah kind of had to censor yourself a little bit, you know, and now we don't have a filter and we don't no have censorship a here. And, you know, and, and I think it just benefits everybody. Well, it does. It just does no, because there, it's a, it's, 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 it, I mean, to me is as stark as being in the me idea and the me white mindset versus the we. And when we're yeah. connecting in these questions and these feedbacks and these places, we are in the, we we're here together. Yeah. And so I'm celebrating that place with, with each of you uh, this evening and uh, wherever you are on this amazing planet we share and uh, look forward to, to going, going deep or wherever we want to go. Maybe it's far and wide. <laughs> yeah. We, we like this. We like our show to be a safe place for people to come in and ask questions and to listen mm. and to learn. We know that without a doubt, Every show we help um, at least one person. We could be helping dozens, thousands, it doesn't matter. But we focus that there's at least one person in every show that gets helped. Mm, well, yeah. bless, bless, bless you. Bless you, ladies, for helping, helping this planet and helping people out. And together we can do this. Yeah. Yes, I know. And I, and I love that you're helping the planet. And I love that you're doing all this, this conservation uh, lands and, and such. And 
I mean, we really need that so badly on mm. this this planet right now. You know, um, to to buy land that can't be developed. You know, it's like there's so much out there that is already developed and just falling down. Use that, right? It's already cleared, and they have a building on it, so clear that building up and put up a new one. All right, don't go wiping out the forest anymore. I think we've mm-hmm. already wiped out the forest enough. I think we've wiped out our ability to cure cancer. You know, well, it's it's a good point. I mean, I mean, my passion is the environment. It is land. It 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 it, it is it is trees. But let let's 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 remember one thing that there's no greater environment. And our our dear friend Dr. Bruce Lipton speaks so much about this in terms of the science of epigenetics and the power of our ability to tend to our own earth, our own ground. And uh, in the shamanic world, in place in the work that, 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 I, that I author, uh, offer is really about, you know, let's, let's clean up our own Absolutely. soil. Let's, let's live our lives where we can plant, you know, flowers and food in our own life of joy to bring forth that abundance, not just on our planet. And of course, yeah, yeah. the outside yeah, picture. Everybody did their own little piece. Yeah, that's it. And that's that's the invitation. And it's not a matter of what or how big it is. That That's not relevant. What it is, is you yeah, simply, yeah. And what I not, say. Yeah, we're not playing God here. No, no it's God. showing not up. Not even close. It's not showing up. Not and we're all here and we've, we've, we've taken. We can do to protect what we have. Yes. And to, to bring our, our inner self out. Amen to that. Amen. Amen to that. And, and I want to just big high five it all the way around because tonight, if we are here, we are here together because we are showing up. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's it, folks. We are super live because we're here and we're being present and it's not a matter of where, where we are on this journey. It's not, we're not talking that word. What we're acknowledging is we are here. We're showing up and that, you know, think about it. The wonder of the world in quantum physics really points this out. When we become present, when we show up to share and listen, when we show up to say, I'm going to shift some energy, I'm going to share more forgiveness. I'm going to share more of my light and gifts. I have that when we show up, we change the entire field. Mm-hmm. We immediately move the entire field into a place of what is that positivity? What is that love? What is that? That's abundance. What is that? Oh my gosh! I'm letting my soul out. Yeah. I get to make an say, offering. You walk into a room. The room yeah. is filled with people. On this side, the people are all sitting around with the scowl on their face and. Bitching and moaning and groaning and complaining, blah, blah, blah. and then you've got people on the other side. They may be singing songs. They may be weaving baskets. They may be doing whatever, and you can feel the energy off of them. Even if they're not even talking, you can feel the energy. They're smiling. Which side of the room are you going to go to? Yes, I dance down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would you be- know me. That would be I, 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 I like that because you know, and I love I love the transparency of that because you know ultimately we all have shadow. We all have yeah. light. Of 
we're all we're all you can't have one without the other yeah and that you know that's 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 the tricky tricky piece is that you know even many of us on this path in this journey we get lost because we want to try to go around the mountain of shadow and the shamanic path is is anything but you 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 don't get that as a chance you go straight into the fire of your being and that's the that's what drew me to the shamanic path because ultimately I wasn't about to screw around. I've had a lot of, lot of lifetimes, if you believe in that stuff, but I've had a lot of lifetimes of having to move through a deep karmic journey and to come back from the depths of what I, we refer to in the shamanic world as the underworld, the world of our own shadow. And, and this is imperative that we all do this. None of us gets a pass. We get to go through this. We wouldn't be here if we were if we, if we weren't working in the shadows. So this this is deep, hard work and heavy work at times, but it's not as complicated as it needs to be. And the beauty of what I share in the divine gene is the unlearning curve and also in the earth keeper undeveloping the future is that we can move through that place of our own shadow because within that own shadow is 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 the is the treasure trove of our our own genius you know maybe it's a place where you have more creativity maybe it's a place where you feel that you had a ex life experience where you you were abandoned or your parents were taken from you maybe it's a way to help children maybe it's a way to help tree it's all kinds of possibilities that come through the journey of the shadow because ultimately that becomes the fuel that for our fire of life and to live it fully so i'm i'm i love that we're exploring a lot of these fun things tonight so Cool. Yeah, cool. Thank that you. That is awesome. And on that note, we are going to take our little mid-section break with Athena. She's going to be talking about this crystal right here, carnelian, mm. and how this can, you know, is um, appropriate for this show. We will let her tell you all about it. So we're going to add you. Hi, Athena. Hello, loves. How are you? So nice to be back with you. So before before I give you the stage all to yourself here, I already informed Mama that we are going to have to repeat our show of last week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a little more serious absolutely. Focus on someone. On, on some someone. There we go. That way. <laughs> <laughs> on Adam. And, and I, I brought my foxes. Oh, oh, oh my god, it's so cute. Oh, it's sparkle foxes. Oh of course it's sparkly. It's me. <laughs> oh All right, so we're going to give you the stage here. We will we will remove ourselves and um we will let you do your thing and we'll talk oh. to you in a few minutes. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Well, hello, everyone. I am Athena Barry, Reiki master and author of award-winning book, Raise Your Vibes, and creator of CrystalReikiHealer.com. And today's video is going to be all about the magic of carnelian. So thank you for watching. This stone helps us embrace the change we need to manifest success and overcome the fear keeping us from accomplishing our goals. We can all use some beautiful abundance of joy in our lives, and this crystal delivers. In fact, if you put a piece of carnelian outside your door, it is said to welcome abundance into your home. So carnelian activates our root chakra, assisting with that kundalini flow 
um, of energy that lives at the base of our spine and it brings it up through the spinal cord. The darker red carnelians are especially wonderful for this and activating our root chakras. Um, for our solar, uh, sorry, our sacral chakras, the lighter shades like these and more of the oranger kind of shades of carnelian, those are best used for our sacral chakra for opening up our passion, our sexuality, and all of these in a very healthy way, which is important. For our solar plexus, carnelian gives us courage and confidence, promotes that those positive life choices that we need to make and dispels that sense of apathy and motivates you for success through creativity and through strength of will. It has been used um, in ancient times, since ancient times, by ancient warriors to give them courage in battle and to give our timid speakers a sense of boldness and eloquence in their speaking, much like it's used today to bring our um, leadership qualities and bring out that personal strength of will and with a sense of joy. Carnelian promotes responsible sexuality, our sacred sex, and planned reproduction. So this stone influences the male and the female re reproductive organs by increasing our fertility, overcoming impotence, as well as helping to balance our hormones during cycles of, you know, from puberty all the way through menopause. Carnelian, when placed with other stones, will help clear them of negative energy taken on um, from our physical cleansing and healing work. So not quite in the same way that selenite works, clearing all the energy, but anything attached to physical um, healing, it will help clear that negative energy. Um, it also will help you safely overcome all forms of abuse, whether it is emotional or sexual or physical. Um, or even mental. This stone will help you trust in yourself and in your views of the world. So it'll help protect you from giving into emotions like, you know, envy and rage or resentment and helps us to break any negative or hurtful physical habits and cycles like overcoming things like um, substance abuse or alcohol abuse. Ways you can use this stone, you can put it under your pillow when you go to sleep. Um, you can keep one in your, in your bra as I have one now, uh, in your pocket or your handbag. And you can use this for your rituals, for the full moon, for the new moon. And I love to use these as amplifiers in my crystal healing grids. Um, likewise, it's great for jewelry um, and keeping close in moments of intimacy. So you can keep those, you know, again, under your pillow, under your bed, um, on the side, under the sheets, any of those will work really well. And as well as, of course, holding it while you meditate. And I always love to leave you with a beautiful affirmation to help you connect your crystals energy. So for, for Carnelian, I am confident in meeting my needs as I create the life I desire. Thank you, ladies, so much for having me here on the Fox Den. I hope that this has brought value to your show and resonates with your audience. You're amazing as always. <laughs> and I was saying um, earlier that you were going to be uh, not with us for a couple of the shows. Um, you're going to have an operation, which we will be praying for you. I love you. Thank you. On 
what is the date? What is the date? The third, March third. Yes, March third. I will be having um, an implant surgery. So tooth stuff is never fun. So it's this, it has plagued me since I was a kid. Um, this one tooth, and I had you know a root canal, and then that failed, and the root canal was a nightmare, and then that failed, and then I had an implant, and then that failed. So we are trying third time's a charm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go ahead and he's back. Mm -hmm. um, but then I will be back and hopefully the following show, uh, my swelling will be down or I'll just look like a chipmunk. I mean, it could go either way. <laughs> I'm on the show looking all kinds of ways. Athena yeah, the chipmunk. There we go. Athena the chipmunk. Go yes, yes. Absolutely. We haven't had chipmunks yet. We've got squirrels. We've got foxes. We've got sparkle foxes. We've got sparkly all. foxes. <laughs> That's fabulous. That is fabulous. I love it. Adam, thank you for your book. It was, it, I hope that this brought some value. And um, I noticed in your, um, you know, breakdown of the book, you had some issues with like, uh, not you particularly, but you were talking about issues with rage and emotions and so I thought carnelian would be a wonderful way to bring back that that joy into our lives. Well, thank you for that, Athenia, and uh, I so appreciate you bringing that that energy in, especially with Valentine's Day coming up next next week for all of us. And um, it's a beautiful, beautiful reminder to stay stay grounded in in that place within our heart and that light and to bring it to all that we do. So thank you. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we will let you go. And thank I you very much. We love you very much. And thank you. I love you all too. Thank you so much. And and I can't wait to Mama D till we can um, dig into your Questions. <laughs> yes. Okay. We yes. will try again. We will, yes. Yeah, we but you see, I haven't popped out once tonight. So, eh, knock on wood. Oh, I love it. I got so many crystals hanging around going, please. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love you all. Thank you. And Adam, very nice to meet you here. I love you. Bye. Ciao. Okay, and we're back. Don't you just love her? She just brings such a, a great... A, a, a now, great. Adam, you're in California, correct? <laughs> yes, I'm I'm, uh, I'm based here in, in Santa Barbara in California. We're having a a wonderful summer day here. Yeah, so I, I hear it's warm. A little warm frightening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's warm. Actually. Well, today was warm. Tomorrow is going to be, what, in the 40s, I think. <laughs> nice and mm. warm here. <laughs> mm, yes, yes. But, but George is out there too because she always says, oh, George, is it yeah. George time? Yeah, George. George. Any, anybody who comes from California, I, for me to remember time zones, I call it George time because George, who's in, in our chat room right now, was a, a, a co host with me on another show. And anytime California time is called George time. And once again, George is late, but it's okay. We still love you anyway, George. Well, that's Calif <laughs> that's how we do it in California. Yeah. That's probably you it. Like, okay. You got to hang here because this is the time. I'm going to play now the wonderful video that one of these videos is. Yes, I want to see this. But this is an amazing video. This is who we are talking with tonight and what he's gone through and what he's doing. It's an amazing video. Someday I might graduate to this level. <laughs> Thank you.
What a beautiful home we share. Yet we face an unprecedented crisis. There are nearly 8 billion of us now, and we may be committing ecological suicide. They say that climate change is killing 400,000 of us each year, and that by 2040, the economic toll could be in the trillions of dollars each year. On top of all this, 67% of us are unhappy. 80% are stressed out. Each year in the United States, there are 75,000 deaths due to overdose and 40,000 due to suicide. So I share this because perhaps it offers us the greatest opportunity in lifetimes for us to quantum leap into our greatest potential to be the good we want to see in the world. So how do we go from crisis to our greatest potential? Well, it may take some genius to figure that one out. It took a personal crisis for me to discover my inner genius. Back in 2003, I was driving down the highway. I was on the phone with a Wall Street investment banker getting ready to close a big deal when he informed me that he was going to change the terms and that it would cost millions of dollars. I slammed down the phone and in that moment, a dog ran right in front of my car and I swerved, nearly killing him. I was so stressed out. I thought I was having a heart attack. And that moment tipped me into crisis. And the problem wasn't outside of me, it was me. So what was my problem? So I went on this quest and traveled the globe to discover well, what was going on for me. I studied and researched uh, Jungian psychology, and spirituality, shamanism, neuroscience, and the science of the quantum field that theorizes that all things are entangled in this field of very excited energy where everything, meaning you and I, are one with the whole. I saw myself as separate, and that was my problem. And this just induced fear and conflict into my life. I defaulted into fight or flight mode. I was unhappy and stressed out, and I just projected that out into the world. I figured that if I'm the problem and everything is connected, then I too am the solution. Einstein really helped me out on this one when he said, you can't solve the problem with the same thinking you used when you created them. I needed to think differently. And in order to do that, I needed a whole new mindset. After years of meditation and, well, rigorous self-examination, I was able to remove those obstacles that blocked my inner peace and connection to the whole. And the journey from that old separate mindset to that new whole mindset is what I call the genius process. And it takes you through a matrix of outer disconnection to inner connection with the whole. 
And the secret is inner peace. So true genius is not just about understanding the whole. It's about experiencing and creating an extraordinary life for yourself, as well as to be of service in the world. As for my genius, well, every day I feel more and more radically new and connected to the whole in body, mind, and spirit. I went from an earth-conquering investment banker to an earth-keeping planetary steward. And the Dalai Lama really nailed this one for me when he said world peace must develop from inner peace. And yes, we do face some big challenges. And most importantly, they offer us an extraordinary opportunity to quantum leap into our highest potential right now. And when we remember that we are connected to the whole, we can be the solution to the problems that we face in the world, both individually and collectively. And as for those obstacles to inner peace, when we remove those, each of us can discover our own inner genius. And yeah, it will take some genius to find the solution to end this crisis. And that genius is you. I invite you to take the journey to discover your inner genius. And I'm excited to take it with you. It begins right now. That's amazing. That is such a well done production. That's it like, is like a movie. So, like I said, maybe someday I will graduate to that level. Oh yeah, you <laughs> but, will without a doubt. <laughs> but yeah. but a it'll be of, it'll be done for us. <laughs> yeah. Colette, Colette has to uh, said great show. Thank you very much. And uh, it's okay. You can go to sleep. You can watch the rest of it later. We're archived all over the place. We're going to be streaming everywhere and sharing mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's not like you're uh, going to miss it. So um, you in in that video, you were talking quantum, right? Quantum um, physics and how that associates with like real life. Now in the book, um, you asked the question, can you get out of this life alive, mm -hmm. right? And then you talk about the quest for the Holy Grail. And then um, what does the Grail mean to you? And did you find the answer to getting out of this lifetime alive? Yes. Let me share a bit around this profound question that came early on on the, on the, on the path, so to speak, and and, um, you know, this is the beauty of when we show up. And this is why I celebrate each of you tonight for showing up on, on your path as defined by you. Because these kind of questions emerge. What question has emerged in your life recently that has really hooked you? You know, what is, what, what, and, 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 and maybe it's just asking a question, not necessarily somebody asking you a question, but you asking the question of the universe, you know, you asking mm -hmm. spirit, you asking for your soul to show you what's next for you in your life, 
you ask for that divine guidance of that genius. And ultimately, when I begin that journey, and this question came about in my first week on my first vision, major vision quest to Peru by uh, a beautiful friend and brother and teacher, uh, Alberto Vialdo, who put forth this question, can you get out of this lifetime alive? And it hooked me. And we know when these questions hook us, right? Because we just can't stop repeating them. Mm -hmm. We become almost obsessed with mm -hmm. what does that mean? And I became uh, obsessed with, well, what the heck is he talking about? Can you get out of that, this lifetime alive? What a, that's just a real, real, real kind of joke, so to speak. But, and if it's true, my goodness, can you, can you imagine the implications of if you know the power of getting out of this lifetime alive now mm -hmm. in your current life? It's not a matter of physically dying. It's a matter of freeing yourself and dying consciously present in the present moment so that the past and all that no longer serves us is no longer dictating and having power over how we are going to live our lives and, and embrace our genius and move forward to make this planet a better place and a more joyful place for ourselves. So the answer is yes. And that became a key essential question of why I developed the genius process, this journey from this seemingly disconnected physical world into the non-physical place of the infinite world all as one not one or the other and it's, a, and it's as one yeah and you, you describe this journey too you know and how you're going through these steps and it's a very human process you know the ego mind is still trying to take over you have to get that under control you know how we all would do it you know how we would all be like oh well that doesn't make sense we gotta you know we have we have to figure this out we have to do this you know no no we don't Right. Let it go. Let that go. Let that go. Let's let what's happening happen. Right. See your see the path. <laughs> you know, go to the path. But it's a very human experience, and that's what I really liked about it. Is um, you know, it's very relatable, and you can honestly see yourself doing this, and see the benefits. You know, as you're reading, you're actually kind of committing yourself to it too. Just reading the book. It's like, that's like step one, you know, it's like, all right, I've committed to reading this book now. All right. What am I going to learn from this book? You know, even if you're just going to read the book, just to read the book, right. You're going to, it's going to spark that thing. It's going to spark your own little journey. Mm. Right. And that's, that's the point, you know, and, and however long it takes you, it takes you. However long it takes, you know, me, you, anybody, you know, it takes you just as long as you, know, what, what journey doesn't start with the first step. Exactly. exactly. It's not a function of time. It's a function of showing up because that could be a, a process that is very quickening. And it often is. We're living in a time that where the conditions in the universe and the conditions on the planet are optimal for ev our own conscious evolution as our uh, late beloved dear sister and friend and colleague, Barbara Marks Hubbard, shared mm -hmm. so deeply with us. 
and ultimately in that journey is our ability to there she is right now wonderful contribution to humanity right there. yes if you don't know who she is please look her up but please yes tell us yes about your, your well th that's it the idea here is it's it's a it's a process of which we're supported in and wherever you are in that journey uh, it's a it's the opportunity is to is to quicken the journey and to be in its own own evolution and to shed this idea that we are guilty to shed this idea that we're not worthy to shed this idea that we're not we're not welcome that we're not simply simply in a place where we have to be seen or acknowledged that we're in a we are we are it is given and our light is here to shine and and to really manifest that life now and to do so abundantly and uh, you know we have a lot of these shows and we have a lot of these talks and we have a lot of this stuff and the new agey stuff we have all this stuff going on and all these great teachers and you're listening here and I'm going on tonight but ultimately folks I'm here for one reason, and that is you to enlift your soul and your heart and your light into all your greatest potential, because I know we're all needed at this time, and my children and my grandchildren are calling this for me, and this, and that we each have important impact to leave, and it's, it's wherever it is or whatever you do, it's all okay. It's not a right or a wrong. It's not how you do it. It's just like a, a function of, of showing up. Everybody yes, indeed. I like what Vernon just wrote. I think it's about your path in life that impacts all those you come into contact with. Leave a lifetime of memories that you have made along the way. Amen, Vernon. Thank you for that wisdom. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, Vernon is really good. He's a He's a special guy. A lot of this is a pot of wisdom in here tonight with all your audience, and encourage everybody to plunk something in there because you you know your wisdom is lift is is lift is is lifting this all. That's good, man. That's good wisdom right there. You know, we're all riding the wave. What a great metaphor. So maybe maybe we're already we're riding that wave right now in the ethereal world in the in the dream world where we're, you know, in the quantum physics where we are riding the wave, we are nothing more than a wave, a light yeah. wave of energy that's all connected. So I not to get wonky. Right now. We can change the background to a ripple. And, and, indeed. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're rippling through like one of your wisdom listeners said earlier. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah, sure. I have a question. You mentioned it before lightly, and and um, you talk the staff talked about activating the staff. All right. Tell yes. Us about well, you can see there is a picture there of the staff, and then mm -hmm. there's a picture here of some little closer shots of this staff, um, as well as me raising the staff there. And um, just a little backstory to the staff. That staff is was a gift from the universe. I want to honor the universe first and foremost because I believe and I subscribe to a, 
a cosmology of living folks that is that says that we are gifted with guides we're gifted with the presence of love in this world in this physical world we're gifted with our teachers whether they're the ones that do it the hard way or the ones that you know, poke, so to speak, versus the ones that stroke. These are all our teachers. Oh, yeah, exactly. But we're also (laughs) gifted the guides from the other side. And when I began to tune into my guides, um, both on both sides, my my teachers, and I have teachers today that I work with, both in the uh, uh, infinite world and the finite and the infinite world, in the formless world, as well as in this world. But ultimately, the staff is a gift. So the gifts keep coming when we're on the path. It's not simply pain and moments of our pleasure. We get, we receive the gifts and the genius that is offered as we take step after step in our journey. And the staff was a gift and the staff is, 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 is symbolic of the ferryman, the the individual, the light, the soul, the energy that helps to guide others across the divide, the river of that divides the world from form to formless, the world, the river that keeps us in separation to the world that unites us in the heart. And ultimately, it's about bringing our heart and our mind together in the path of the heart and the mind. And the staff is the energy that calls that forth. And as it, like, um, it's think of it if you see those towers, those geo towers, or those big satellite towers that are tracking energy from the universe. The staff is like one of those great dishes, I should say, those satellite dishes that are very present. And the staff is allows allows that invocation of that power from the quantum field and that's i love that vernon because it is like a dream catcher it's a catcher of light it's a catcher of love it's a catcher of messages that want to support uh uh, the the work that we're all doing and it's a very active it's a very uh as as mama d mentioned it get it it, it's an activating energetic so it's like energy that comes through the universe from the divine genius and is grounded here on earth. So I invite everybody tonight and every day to plant their staff, whether it's metaphorically, whether it's a pole that you're putting in the ground, whether it's a tree that you are planting, plant your staff, claim that power, know that you are connected to the quantum field and the divine genius, and in those practices, I will say without a doubt, you will, you will find that connection into the oneness of who you are and your heart, and so will be connected to all that is, and there is nothing that's impossible there. Everything is possible. Yes. I'm going to go back to referring to the book, (laughs) and in your journey, and, and your treasure. You know, mm. and everything, and we, I was just like, "What is in this? What is in this?" <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not going to give it away because I'm just going to let you people read the book because you got to read the book to find out the path that that took before it could even get 
to you and get um, to Peru to be put into the jungle to be energized the way that it was. It's well, exactly, exactly. And you know, my I wanna I wanna help people save lifetimes, perhaps, or decades, or years of time and energy on this path. There's every reason that the path should not be one of endless seeking. There's every reason that I put forth of why the path offers us a place in, to find and discover for ourselves that power that lies within ourselves, that genius within ourselves. And that's the idea. Why wait lifetimes for what you can do right now? Yep. Right. Mm. So, so be, what are you doing right now? Like what, what, what do you offer people besides the books and such, you know, how are you getting people aboard? Well, it, uh, right now I'm I'm in I'm in an interesting period, and I'll kind of tell you a little bit about my creative process. But also, most importantly, is that, uh, and I think something that a lot of people would get a lot of, a lot out of, and a lot of people have. I did a summit late in the year. We had eighty thousand people that enrolled. We had eighty thousand people that participated. It was called the Earth Keeper Summit, and during that summit. I shared a presentation, it's about 55 minutes, that offers a journey to discover your genius and how you could create impact in the world and how you can really make a difference in your life, the life of your children, the life of your community, but ultimately to really discover, that, to, to take this journey and discover these deeper, profound truths about, our, about ourselves. I made that class available for free on my website and it's a master's class. that's available for free. And I want to offer that class to everybody right now. You can get that class yeah. and you can go to adamhall.solution and you can click on master's class. There's a class there on how to discover your genius. And that's, that's the most important thing that I think I can help people transition or uplift or quicken their journey on that path. I am for a very limited time making myself available. I love connecting with people. I love helping people that are getting serious and super real with themselves that want to live authentically, that want to live abundantly, that want to stop living a lie like I live was living a lie as an imposter that want to give all that up because it's freaking exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> yes, it and I, I say, I say it through this master's class, it offers an opportunity to, to move into that. It's a great discovery class. It also offers people an opportunity, a special offer to come. If, if we choose, there's a limited amount of spaces, but I am working with a few folks right now. Why I'm, uh, developing uh, on some online uh, courses, so I'm I'm in the online course arena, um, and as well as I'm very active around the globe with global leaders uh, that are heading up movements around planetary stewardship, around unity, 
around transitioning away from old this old, worn out, patriarchal, kind of old dom- male dominated mindset. Not about bad about men. It's not saying any of this stuff. It's just saying it's time for new leadership, Fast new time. light. <laughs> Women are the ones that show us the light. I embrace them. I encourage them. I support them to embrace their own power and their own truth because all else is going to take care of itself. And it's time. We need this. This is time. So I offer that. And there's that great, 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 um, great, great journey we're all on. Yes. Vernon, Vernon again, coming in with the the wisdom. Uh, There's a Cherokee proverb that goes like this. There's a battle of two wolves inside us all. One is evil. One is it's anger, jealousy, greed, resentment, lies, inferiority, and ego. The other is good. It's joy, it's peace, it's love, it's hope, it's humility, it's kindness, it's empathy, it's truth. Which wolf, uh, the wolf that wins? The one that you feed. The one that you feed. Yeah, and that's been in countless books. Thank you, Vernon. It makes perfect sense in every aspect of your life. You know what I mean? Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. It's as simple as when you get into a moment where you're not sure and you're you're starting to get angry, instead of just going with it, take a stop, take a moment, take a deep breath. I give myself max fifteen minutes on, on the worst days. I give myself fifteen minutes to be angry and then I just take a deep breath and I just go back to being me. Because yeah. we all get angry, we all get we afraid, do. but it just depends on how you how you let it control you or do you control it. Well, thank you for that, Darlene. And that's good wisdom right there. And you know, the framing and the context of what Vernon is sharing is is very much straight put straightforward in the in the in the divine genius, the unlearning curve, because we're either fe- feeding or living in our ego and this thought of our separation and that we're some kind of special in our own way. And I know little Adam kind of was the one that kicked and made noise and did his little <laughs> thing in separation. There's well, really embracing the one that is our, our divinity, our light, our genius, and the, the other wolf, so to speak. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a matter of really be just having a consciousness around that and evolving around that. And that's what we, we've been having fun with tonight. And, and I really appreciate that the journey with all of these important things. And I know we have a little bit more time tonight, so I'm happy to go anywhere you want in, in our remaining time. If, if anything else wants to get touched on, there's so much richness and juiciness here, right folks? Really it's good. Yeah. Wow. Aren't we in that, aren't we in that space with, with the, these two, yeah. and, yeah, I, and I, I have like, so many things I want to I want to bring up about about your journey, about um, your your conversations with men, and you know how that relationship was so valuable in your eighty one day journey, and you know you're going through this journey with this unbelievable wise spirit and. You know, you have your humanity still there, your your ego still trying to come out, and you know, and and you watch this 
you know, as you're reading it, you, yeah, I'm watching this in my mind, how this is going back and forth with you too, you know, and I am trying again to place it in me personally and other people that I know, you know, like, yes, I can absolutely see this happen. But, you know, to come down to the end where it's like, yes, here's this great spirit that is taking you by the hand, bringing you through this journey. And then when you reach your journey, it's like, where is he? You know what I mean? It's like you're, you're, you're ready to talk to him, but he's not there. And why is it that he's not there? Mm. Because you've reached your goal. You've reached where you're supposed to be. Now you no longer need him, you know, and he's off in the distance. He's still watching you. He's still there. Yeah, beautiful. Not, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just, it, it was a beautiful journey to watch, but I, I loved, I loved how you kind of even broke the rules, say. <laughs> to do well, I'm a, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a rule breaker. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and these, these are, these are times to, to, to to break the rules and make our own rules because when we're guided by the heart there's the, the sovereignty and liberation of that is there are no rules there's rules that guide us and pull us in love so enough of my wisdom but the what uh, Gina was sharing with with you all folks is that I I have a guide in the divine genius that I affectionately referred to as men, M-E-N, not as in gender, right. but men is a wisdom keeper. Men is the eagle in the Mayan cosmology. Men is, men is the one that lifts us into the highest perspective of our life, like the eagle, like the condor, where we can get out of the weeds, where we can get out of the dung heap of our existence where we begin to see what a course in miracles refers to as the battleground of the world we f seemingly function in because when we see it for what it is then we can move th through it and beyond it and and they went th that journey of that guide came to an end it's time to, that we let go of our guides and we let go of of those that have come before us we let go of our our mother and our father do we not right. we let go of our ideas of ourselves do we not we are invited to let go of our pain and suffering and just as we must let go of all of those pieces of our lives i let go of this beautiful amazing wisdom keeper this you can call him an ascended master as I referred to him as but the ascended master of course is not simply uh, are, be, are not simply beings that are on the light side they're the pieces that live and are alive in ourselves mm -hmm. think about that people <laughs> think about that it's not out there they're right here alive in our lives right now, they want to hear from us. They want us to listen. To yeah, listen and they've always them. been there. They've always been there. You know, yeah. um, this is this is the gift that we're born with, that we are taught to not even tap into. Yeah, truly. You know, and and that's truly. that's the problem. And this is where the world needs to be right now. It seriously does. This is what we've been trying to say. Our world needs to connect on an energetic level. 
right? To save it, it needs to all all the countries all around, you know, need to connect on this energetic level. Our soul family needs to come together, and you know, um, this is amazing. You know, it's an amazing journey that you you've done, and you you're putting it out there, you know, at all risk. You know, you just put you lay it all out there. You know, it's your heart, your soul, everything. Well, I did. I, I did. I, you know, it's interesting because I, I, I wanted to do it all at once. I, I wanted to be like the serpent that sheds its skin all at once. I didn't want to, I wanted to stop picking hmm. at it. One and done. <laughs> One and done. Yeah. You know, and it's a cliche perhaps, but when you apply it to shedding the inauthentic, the imposter in your life, like I shed the imposter in my life, one and done. Why not get it done? Because what's left is something that's radically new, that's brilliant, that's shiny, that's genius, that give, comes forth in a new way. And that was the, the idea of quickening. That's the idea of the shamanic path of fire. That's the idea of that great metaphor that you've all heard so much about, that the phoenix rises from the ashes. That's the idea of what's present on the planet right now that's being offered to each of us in the, in the world of alchemy, in the alchemical medicine space of which we function and operate within and from in the shamanic world, we are truly taking that lead of our lives and turning it into gold, into the gold of who we are. And that's the essence of, of this amazing journey that we're all on. And, and what I found, folks, for whatever it is worth, what I found, at least it's for me personally, that I needed to be transparent. I needed to really share that I'm a jerk. I'm a narcissist. I'm these things, these right, ideas very, of very myself perfect. because yeah. I was a great liar. And I believe this is my one thing I offer to people. Be honest with yourself. Be radically honest right now. Right. You know, I offer to share, see the world as it is, not how I we wanted to my god i mean my i wear these rose colored glasses that have blinded me to the elegance and the power and the oneness of who we are no i not can't can't do this anymore because it that's a path of death that's a path of disease humanity is walking this path we're down this path enough is enough this is enough <laughs> people yeah. we must not do, we must decide this and transparency by the way is the new consciousness it's uh, the new consciousness it's like who are you going to be fooling but yourself you know what i mean so yeah you can't do it halfway you know you you are what you've done you know own it so what you know people have done worse people have done not so worse. Who knows? I, who cares? <laughs> well, here's the trick. Here's a quick little trick. Here's a quick little trick on that. This try this, folks. This is this is the wisdom teaching. I have 13 wisdom teachings in the in the in the divine genius, the unlearning. They're like they're like they're like stepping stones over this this bridge. 
There's there. There's a pathway that connects you to the totality of who you are, not in the separate world of just being here in body, but in the connection with the quantum field, the world where everything is possible and nothing is impossible. That first wisdom teaching is the one that says it's okay to be that jerk. It's okay to be that narcissism, not as it to make it right, not to continue with it, but to acknowledge it because you can't, we must move through our fallibilities. We must move through our imperfection and who amongst us doesn't have that? Who amongst us doesn't step in our own shit? All of us. And the idea is forgiveness, true forgiveness. We've been here an hour and 47 minutes and 47 wow. seconds. And if we, you don't walk away with anything but this, folks, walk away with this practice of true forgiveness, forgiving of yourself and others. And if you don't mind, I'll share very quickly what this teaching is and what this wisdom teaching is that this guide shared with me. It also emerges deep within the course teachings because the true forgiveness frees us of our past. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. The problem is, is we're taught forgiveness. Well, I'm going to forgive that miserable son of a bitch because of X, Y, and Z. Or God forbid somebody, you know, has been abusive physically or rape or these terrible things. This is not to minimize any of those things. It's not to deny anybody in their lives because we seemingly go, oh, I'm going to forgive them. Oh, I'm going to, that happened. But the bottom line is we're not forgiving anybody like that. We're just saying, oh, I'm going to file it away. Well, guess what? That continues to, to, to control yep. our lives. That person continues to have power over our lives. We continue to be the victim of that, that perpetrator. We continue to try to rescue other people who have had the same experience. And guess what? That gets us nowhere. We're enslaved into the past. Here's the deal. True forgiveness is we forgive ourselves first and foremost. We forgive other people for not for what happened, but for what did not happen. We forgive ourselves and other people for what did not happen. And here's what I mean. What didn't happen? Well, what didn't happen is we made an error. Every single one of us makes this exact same error. We forget that we're connected in oneness with each other. We forget the place where we are one in our hearts, in our souls. We forget this. It's a simple error. It's a, everybody does this. And when we remember that we forgot to do that, we forgive ourselves for forgetting, then we're able to move through the experience in a new way with a new perception and a new a place that frees us from the experience. It frees us from our idea of being guilty 
It frees us from the worst truth that thing that any human being can experience. And that is being in the experience of being the judge. By God, it's the most horrible thing I think we do as human beings is we judge mm-hmm. and we convict. Mm-hmm. You're guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm innocent. And we live in that mindset. This is idea of being sovereign, freeing ourselves through true forgiveness, through seeing that we too make this little air. And that moves us beyond the story of our past. That's where we get out of this lifetime. <laughs> alive. Alive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, all of this. Uh, yeah. I don't know how. Every time we get onto one of these shows, it's like my brain always goes. I things I wanted to ask you, and then all of a sudden, see what you do here, ladies. Down to the end, you're you're causing a bunch of trouble here. You're stirring it up tonight. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, and we enjoy it. Go for it. But but there's so much there's so much to learn, and there's so much to unlearn. And honest to God, it's such a it's such a great read. It's such a great journey. 81 days of your life can take up a lifetime of someone else's, you know? Yeah, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. And this one's fun, too. Don't forget this little it's one. It's a new one. You can a check that one. little one out. And, you know, by the way, that image there is the image. Sorry about the lighting tonight, folks. But that's the image of Aquarius. And you got to love this because we're entering into the age of Aquarius. Aquarius. We're just on the edge here, but that's Aquarius and Aquarius in astrology is ruled by Jupiter. And guess what, folks? Jupiter is our sign of abundance. It is our place of wheel of fortune in the tarot. It's the place where we can tap into Lady Luck. So we're moving into this place of abundance. You can get all this on Amazon. Appreciate the support. Please check it out and leave me a review if you choose. And yeah. I'm going to continue to the party on Amazon for for this. Probably. Yeah, thank you. Thank 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 you thank you. And is there anything we want to touch up on before we wrap up? And I head out to go see my my partner, my beloved my beloved lady. She okay. Um, yes. It, actually, to go back to the beginning and the when you were in Peru, um, I, ayahuasca ayahuasca. What is? Ah uh, yes. I, I'm not sure, sure if I'm saying that. Yeah, so so sure the, what so the, 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 what um, uh, Gina is referencing, and I think many of you know uh, about uh, medicinal medicines um, and medicines that, you know, we often think as uh, mushrooms, we think of as peyote, we think as San Pedro, we think as other forms of medicine that come from Africa and Central America. And these are medicinal medicines that are of the earth, folks. This is not pills or fentanyl or even LSD. These are medicinal medicines. These are medicines that are designed for sacred use. Mm -hmm. The indigenous people of the world use these medicines to heal to see and envision the future, to dream the world into being. These medicines can be supportive under the right conditions. They're not for everybody. I'm not an advocate of medicinal medicines. 
I, I offer only that I had experiences with one of those medicines. I've had experiences with many of them, but one of them was the, what uh, Gina referred to as ayahuasca. ayahuasca. And ayahuasca is a vine, and ayahuasca comes from the jungles of Ecuador, in Peru, in Brazil, and it's a medicine that's brewed by the masters uh, called ayahuasqueros. Um, this has been popularized. We have weekend pop-ups. We have people pretending that they are, you know, they offer facilitate ayahuasca journeys. Uh, just a caution to the wind. Who knows where it came from? Who knows who they are? Check them out. If you choose to take that journey, you can have experiences that are in this state of of a presence of of transcendent mind around the ayahuasca yeah, I, without I getting would into it. waiting, you know, if you're choosing this path and you're and you're doing all these studies, like you studied so many different things and being a shaman and everything else, I would say, you know, as you graduate more towards your spiritual self, to do it then, not at the beginning, you know. Um, yeah be more aware of what it is all about. Like, so you're ready for that next phase and you're ready to receive what it is that comes through to you. You know, well, that's wisdom right there. Everybody wants the quick pill and they want that journey. That's not necessary to each his own, but that's the reference to medicinal medicines. We in the shamanic world, you know, work with medicine. We work as uh, with the medicine to heal and foremost our own lives. We it we it's necessitated that um, you know we we move through our own healing journey. There's no greater aspiration if there was one. There's no greater goal if there was one for the men and women of the shamanic world and shamanic shamanism. And I believe every single one of us are shamans in our own way. We're earth keepers. We're being called to serve the greater good of the planet, be it the plants, the animals, the creepy crawlers, our children, their children, all of it. We're being called to that place because the invitation is that we are being asked to get out of this lifetime alive where ultimately when we bring our conscious forward, when we move beyond the physical plane, that we bring the consciousness of our heart a consciousness of our mind and of our soul into the greater field so that should we be chosen to return to the field here, the earth plane or whatever plane that may be, that we bring forth the medicine, we bring forth the magic, we bring forth the unconditional love that resides in the depth of every single one of us. So bless you all. Thank Bless you. you. It's been a delight to be with you. Thank you for all that great work. The video, honored deeply. Thank you for taking the time to put that together. You've got a lot of genius there, and it's <laughs> it showed and it and it really really shined. And your audience is great. I, I, they're so alive with so much richness and wisdom. Thank you all out there. And, and the I audience, you like for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Love being with you. Love being with you. And and until next time, we will, we will, we will dance and dance in the world and heal our lives and show up the best we can in in our little ways that we do.
Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you you so much for being here. Again, check out the website. It's been a pleasure and great, amazing knowledge for us. You bet. Take care. Be well. All right, everybody, hang with us. Oh, well, okay. Anyway, you all join us next week. And um, we have uh, Leonard Palmutter. Palmutter? And we have Leonard Perlmutter. Perlmutter? Oh, God, I hope Leonard, I said that right. If not, he'll let me know. Oh, it's right here. It's right here. Again, you're conscious. We're unlocking your wisdoms. Perlmutter. Um, Rimlev. But we will be talking with him next week. And we love you. And thanks. And share the show. Thank you for this, everybody, for being here. And uh, we'll see you next week. Try and behave yourselves, would you? Firm. <laughs> I never do. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again for joining us for another episode in the Fox Den. We're here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you a variety of guests, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and our anchor venues. We would love it if you would go to our YouTube channel, The Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D, and please subscribe, share, and definitely hit the notification button to never miss a show. We'll see you all next week, and subscribers, watch for our pop-up shows as well.